All right, so we are heading into the All-Star break for the NBA season, and it will be in Charlotte this year, correct? Yep, yep. I want to say Charlotte. Anyways, uh, looking at the standings, uh, it looks like the West finally is starting to dissipate and separate itself at least the first 10 or so, how it normally is. And it looks like the East isn't as bad as I thought they'd be this year, which is kind of surprising. I really don't know if you could say anything about the West yet because of LeBron being out. I mean, that's a yeah, huge... that's very true. He's uh, he's still uh, he's still hurt for the most part. Um, I thought this injury wasn't going to be as long as it was, though, so I'm not sure if it should be a concerning issue or if it's just something that he's using to get extra rest. Because you know, a couple years ago, he had to take <laughs> yeah, he took a couple weeks break off to go down to Miami and do what he whatever he did. Uh, you don't believe the conspiracies that he did this on purpose to force, you know, Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson to show the assets that they have now to trade for Anthony Davis? Um, I don't know if I believe that, but I wouldn't be surprised about that. And I don't know. Did, did they ever find LeBron James for actually uh, starting all the Anthony Davis talk? Prior to this? No, no, but a few minutes before, you know, us recording this, Anthony Davis got fined. Yeah, he got fined 50K, correct? Yeah. And because of Rich Paul. Huh. That's that's kind of odd because uh, didn't Marquise Chris, I know not as big of a name, but didn't he also just request a trade as well? I'm not sure if he's with Clutch Sports or not. Well, I think maybe the difference is doing it through your agent and doing it yourself. I thought doing it yourself was also a no-no. Because that's why Jimmy Butler could never uh, personally uh, come out and say it. Even though the writing was on the wall for him. Yeah, but, I, guess, I guess that's true. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely weird. Uh, it's something that I want to take a look at. I'm not hundred percent sure if it'd be uh, if it's involved in the rule book. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some CBA guideline out there that would uh, that would state something like that, though. Um, but I guess moving right along, uh, just looking at the standings, uh, do you think there's anything out of place right now um, to run it down for you? At least top eight, uh, starting with the Eastern Conference, we'll go Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Toronto Raptors, Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets. That's a surprise one. Miami Heat and the New uh, – I'm sorry, I almost said New Orleans Hornets, but uh, the Charlotte Hornets. I guess the only thing out of place really is Brooklyn in the East. Um, you know, when D'Angelo Russell came out of college – I thought him being with the Lakers would be a good thing. I thought he'd be able to, like, prove himself. But ever since that incident with Nick Young, you know, they were quick to cast him aside. And I really thought that was, you know, premature. I just thought that was the wrong move. Yeah, I thought it was pretty premature. And I thought they had a star in the making, a star point guard already. Yeah, I, uh, of him. I didn't agree with that just because you opted to keep Nick Young. I guess they did it for locker room reasons as well, but I still don't agree with the move. 
I didn't agree with the move then, and I don't now. Well, I mean, once again, you know, just like I said a couple of weeks ago, or, or whenever we recorded the last one, what's up with the Lakers and not being able to, you know, actually help their youth? You know, they, they have horrible youth management in their, you know, basketball club. And it feels like every time they get a young player who goes somewhere else, they either, you know, they, they either flop hard and just go out the league or it turns out they were like a gem in the rough. You know, look at Julius Randle, look at D'Angelo Russell. That Those are two amazing pieces that you could have on your team right now. It's, it's pretty funny because uh, with all this Anthony Davis talk, there is a possibility that two more could be added to that uh, to that list that you've uh, listed. Um, Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, that's true. And I I think, I think Ingram just needs a, a a spot where they actually believe in him and a team that he could form to himself. Now that goes to talk about the uh, Anthony uh, Davis trade rumors. And it's been said that if the Lakers want him outright, they are going to have to give up um, everybody. Lonzo Ball, yeah, Lonzo Ball, uh, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Zubak, and maybe a first round pick. Would you give all that up for AD? Uh, is he resigning? And is Drew Holiday coming with him? Uh, I mean, you know, you have to assume <laughs> that, that's LA. my question. It, if Drew Holiday comes with that package, I am taking that ten times out of ten. But I don't think the, I don't think the salaries will work for that. I also don't think that. Uh, I also don't think uh, New Orleans is trying to get rid of Drew Holiday, which that's kind of weird considering they're trying to flip everybody now. Well, here's the thing: if they do like a quick flip and they keep Drew and they keep Miritich. You know, maybe they get rid of Julius Randle. I think they're still a contender. Uh, you're talking New Orleans? Yeah. I mean, you I know. Mean, it, if... it, it all depends on what they get back. I don't know. At this point, there are people can, uh, there are people saying that they should go after the Knicks pick or they should, uh, I don't know, they, they should just try to uh, – this is a weird situation. Now I'm kind of like flip flopping between like what I would think and what everybody has said, and which is why I'm uh, kind of hesitant to really answer this. But personally, if something came up for me, if I were the Pelicans, I'd sit him out, and then I personally would uh, wait until the summer to trade him. Why do that <laughs> and depreciate his trade value? Oh. If he's not playing and he's not getting hurt, then there's a chance that uh, there's a chance that his trade value would stay the same, if not rise. Um, and then they know exactly for sure who'll have the first, second, third round, or first, second, first, uh, first, second, or second. God damn it! First, second, or third pick. Right, right. No, I, I get that. Um, I guess if if I was them, I'm. I'm waiting till the summer just because I want offers from everyone. And yeah, if, that, if that's absolutely true, 
why would you want to send him in the same conference? It's obvious they're not going for a full rebuild, just by what we were talking about from uh, them wanting to ship everybody out except for, you know, Drew, Drew Holiday and Meritage. So, why send to a contender in the West? Get him out. Send him to the East. Do it out yeah, of San Antonio. I, I personally agree. Um, uh, I mean, I'm I'm a Thunder fan, so of course I want him out of the the West. But um, I mean, I guess whoever gives the best trade package, and I think that only comes in the summer, because uh, it, that that brings up another question: Is he worth the Zion Williamson potential? Is he worth RJ Barrett potential? Uh, one of those is a clear yes. The other is a uh, maybe. Is well, I mean, I guess that depends. Is potential ever worth? I guess what you, you know? would have to say kinetic. You know, it's potential I mean, worth. It, if it's if the word LeBron James is involved, then yes. If it's LeBron James like potential, then yes. But we've also heard LeBron James and KD potentials in the past, and they haven't really panned out. Like uh, one what? of them being Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Yep. All right, so um, I guess going back, uh, we, we kind of veered off topic quite a bit, but uh, going back to the, the standings, um, I agree with you. I think the Nets are, uh, are pretty high. I would have thought the Wizards and the Pistons would have been in over the Nets and the Hornets. The, Wizard, and, the, the Wizards look better without John Wall, and I don't know why that is. I don't know. I, it they're weird. Bradley Beal has stepped up, and I think Washington is even regretting that contract even more because now they're seeing, you know, if they ship, if they may have shipped John Wall out, brought another star in, centered around Beal and the other star. Can you imagine what they could have had? Yeah, I'm. I'm really not sure why they gave that contract. Uh, could have been. Because they were afraid to uh, have another team come swoop them up for less. Not sure, but um, at some point in time, uh, for a team that's been like there, but just not enough to get past, at some point in time, they got to give it up. To and, me, they're they're Portland East. Yeah, except for they definitely folded. Um, yeah, but I also thought, the, of course, I thought the, uh, the Celtics would have been a little higher. They're uh, right now working out, uh, all of their injuries and all their hashes. It's but, not the injuries, um, it's, it's, it's injury. It's one thing. It's Gordon Hayward and his mental health. It's really, to me, it's really that simple. If he can get back into the form that he once had and just get back there mentally, I have no doubt that we can go to the finals. But if he doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Kyrie has proven that he can take this team to amazing heights. And we saw what the team could do last year without him and Hayward. So I'm not worried about the potential. And I I know, um, you know, I saw on Twitter yesterday that how is Danny Ainge being uh, claimed as a genius when we're only three games ahead of, you know, the team that we supposedly robbed a few years ago? 
Well, well I mean, it's not just, it's not that simple. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely not that simple considering most of your talent is young guns and Kyrie honestly isn't that old himself. He's not even in his prime yet. No. The definition exactly. of, uh, uh, NBA age prime. And, and that's why it's irritating to see all these reports from Bleacher and all this saying that he may go back to LeBron in LA. I think he, that's a mistake. I don't think it's true. I don't think any of it's true. I think he, it'd be a mistake. I mean, he did all that, all the complaining, so to say, about wanting his own team and not getting enough respect from the media, and now he has it, and now he would just give that all away? That doesn't even sound like something he'd do. Oh, and not he, only that. I mean, it, it's still, uh, unless the Lakers can pull off some unbelievable trades and free agency signings, they still have the Warriors in the way. As long as Clay signs back. But. Yeah, and, and that's something else uh, that that I'm hearing that Clay may sign with them if you know they get if the Lakers get AD and I, I don't know. Yeah, you it's, know it, it's all over the place. But regardless, the West is just that much harder. Yeah, it, it I, just I, is. There's guess, way more. It's just way more competition. I don't know. I guess that's just the annoying thing about the Lakers because the Lakers are like the Galacticos um, of the NBA and like their fans are just insane and they think they're going to get everybody and they think everybody only wants to go there. And, you know, we saw what happened last year where they were so certain that they would get Paul George (laughs) only for him to not even take a meeting with them. Which, yeah, I have my own theories on why he didn't. One being exactly what Kyrie went through and that, you know, all the media scrutiny and uh, there in OKC, Russell Westbrook is so used to it to the point where he really doesn't care and he's willing to take the heat for all his uh, teammates. Yeah, exactly. Um, they they complement each other perfectly. Oh, yeah. And it, it, really, it really shows off the court and on the court. Um, it's something that uh, KD never had with Westbrook, uh, so yeah. I think the deferring is uh, is a little easier for Westbrook in that aspect. Not saying it's uh, it's right or wrong or whatnot, but it, it is what it is. Um, but going going back to looking at uh, the standings, I think the Pacers will fall down quite a bit. Oh, I hope oh, they oh, I hope they're able to stay in contention. But or not contention per se, but in seating, I, I think they they have some pretty good complementary players. But that doesn't really. I, I don't know how that's going to play out if uh, they don't have a main piece. Yeah, you think maybe they can make a trade for Mike Conley if they want to make a push uh, this year? Hmm. Who's their point guard? Collison. Uh, I think they could, but. Who are they giving up? Are they giving up Darren Collison? And I wouldn't give up any young talent for him at this no, point. No, yeah, exactly. I guess it just depends on what Memphis would want. You know, what they will want picks. Do. They will want. Well, they're they're trying to clean slate. It seems like. So I mean that that leads to later on. They're they're definitely sellers. Yeah, 
I don't know. It, it's 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 really interesting, but that's where I could see Mike Conley going if he had to go anywhere, just because. I don't want to say they play the same, but I can see the play styles. Um, I can see Mike Conley doing what Victor Oladipo does for Indiana. Uh, less explosive, for sure. Um, it, it, it'll bring in, it'll bring in a uh, a very interesting dynamic because he's a left-hander and nobody knows how to guard a left-hander, it seems. Like yeah. <laughs> um, all right, but Enough about the East. Let's jump to the West. Uh, so, not surprising, Golden State took back their uh, their first place. Well, they now then, have, they now have the sixth Infinity Stone to uh, <laughs> snap and destroy oh, half the NBA. Oh yeah, yeah. That lineup alone is just magnificent. All right, but moving right along, the surprise of uh, the Western Conference this year, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, then you got the Oklahoma City Thunder, Portland Trailblazers, Houston Rockets making a uh, very, very big stride. And then you've got the Spurs also making a comeback, the Jazz also making a comeback, and then the Clippers to round out at eight with the Lakers not too far behind at nine. So anything out of place, anything in place to to your eyes? Portland is just like a team that just keeps going no matter what. Like they they're so quiet about everything. I don't know if it feels like when other teams go on hot streaks or in a position like Portland, you hear about it, but just not with them. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a media bias, but man, you just don't hear about them. Uh well, you know you know how we will hear about them is if Damian Lillard does not get into the All-Star game and he ends up getting them to go on, like, a 40-game win streak or what seems like it. They'll probably yeah. end up being, like, 32 and 8 or something in that spring. It is, you know, still he's he's done it so many times. It's crazy. It's year after year. Well, he, he's going to be in the three-point contest, so at least he'll be there. But, you know, can we can we talk about the three-point contest for a second? Because the, they're not, the NBA isn't letting the league leader in three-pointers be in the contest. You're talking Davis Bertans? Yes. From the I really like that guy. I really like that guy. He should definitely be in it. He kills us every single time. And it's not one of those guys where I'm like, man, can he stop making this? It's, it's He's one of those guys I really root for. And that, that's a really tough pill for me to swallow because yeah. when, when somebody just continues hitting three-pointers after three-pointers on my team, it just mentally exhausts me. But Davis Bertans, yeah. He, he um, should be in it. I mean, he's the league leader. He's taken he more should, than Dirk, and he's taken more than Seth. Yeah, what was it his uh, – what was it his uh, – it wasn't the explanation. Oh, yeah, you have to shoot more, and that's why you can't you can't do it. Yeah. Which, Which is, is completely idiotic, in my opinion. Just admit you wanted to be a popular contest. Admit that you want the two Curry brothers there because their dad played in Charlotte. You know, that's fine. But just don't lie about it. You know, don't try to make it seem like it's something it's not. And tell this man he hasn't accomplished something. He's the league leader right now. And you want right. Dirk in because this is last year. I understand. I understand. Dirk is cool. Well, we, 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 don't, even, we don't even have confirmation of that yet, do we? Yeah. Dirk I know it's Dwayne it. Wade's final season. Is it? Oh no, Dirk. Okay. Oh no, no. I, yeah. 
I think Dwayne Wade's final season, yes. Uh, Vince Carter might still play one more season, according to him on his podcast. I guess we technically don't know, but the way that Garton clapped off Dirk and the way he tried to seem like to get a last three, I kind of got that vibe. So I guess I just kind of assumed it, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, just uh, going back to the standings thing, uh, I kind of knew that the Rockets and the Spurs would kind of creep their way back in. I'm just surprised the Clippers are 28 and 23 right now. I thought they would have been a little lower, and I thought the Lakers would have at least taken up the eighth or the seventh spot, at least at this point in time. I don't know, man. It's If LeBron doesn't come back soon – what are they going to do? I don't know. Like I said, I, I really don't know if this is a concerning factor or if this is just an excuse for him to get more rest or it could be what you brought up earlier and this conspiracy of him trying to get uh, trade assets because we all know LeBron James is the GM of any team he goes to. It's not a it's not a secret. And if being a player coach was an outlawed in 84, he probably would be that too. <laughs> hey, speaking of coaches, though, didn't you bring up the other day that Magic already had a uh, had a coach in mind, but he's coaching right now? Yes, yes. That that was said by, uh, was it Shams or it, it was, or was it Stephen A. Smith? Stephen A. Smith said that. And who did he bring up any names? I know he's uh I know he always says oh, I'm not gonna name any names. He he the only person he said is that it wasn't Mark Jackson, but Mark Jackson's not coaching. Yeah, he's not coaching, so I I just hope for the sake of it, it's not another Tyron Lue situation because that man needs some rest. It looks like he hasn't had sleep in the last twelve years. So just hoping that's not the case. But since we've gone over both the conferences, you want to go over the All-Stars, at least the starters. The reserves don't get announced until the 31st, which is two days from now. So uh, The the East captain, uh, Giannis, uh, Kyrie, Kawhi, Kimba, and uh, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, round off the East. You remember the West? The West would be LeBron James as captain, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and, and PG thirteen. Yeah, PG thirteen. Yes, sir. Um, now I, I uh, wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if they let LeBron be like a uh, captain twice in a row. I, I was kind of worried that. about you know just because he was last year. Yeah, but uh, isn't it the most popular? Gets it. Yeah, but you can't win it two years in a row. Really, I did not know that. So because he, because he went to the uh, oh because he went, because yeah, he went he to the West last year, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's uh that's a uh, that's a little loophole they should uh, look into. Yeah, I thought I thought they would close it this year, so I was interested to see. Um, and I thought I would I wouldn't start who would win it this year, but. I guess I guess that kind of debunks uh, debunked that. 
I'm excited um, to see the live picking of the teams. Now, who gets who gets uh, who gets first pick? I for, I forgot how they determine that. It's not they determine it's fair. Maybe a coin toss, yeah. But I do know that Giannis said he wanted to pick uh, uh, Russ and Embiid. Embiid, yeah. I would love to see that. I'm not even gonna lie. But I would too. I'm I'm kind of disappointed in the Western Conference. Well, I'm kind of disappointed in the All Star uh, voting process in general. Not because of the voting, but because of the front court. They just label them as front court and. Come on, man. Just put a center in there. Put uh, Because the rosters are technically now 17-man rosters, two men to be uh, G-League spots, essentially, two-way contracts. Yeah. Just just make, just make include two more roster spots on there and put, put centers. Like, ma- make sure that they have to be centers or something because they're definitely centers that are worth it. Um, to name a few, um, Nikola Vucevic for uh, the Magic. He's playing yeah. extremely well. Um, if you're going to leave off, I know they're not going to leave off Carl Anthony Towns, but I mean, there's a chance that he could get left behind. Um, I know that's not going to happen, but just somebody that's deserving of it that would get snubbed or something. I, I'm not a fan of this, this front court, uh, generalization being, uh, the two forwards in the, uh, center spot. Uh, that, that's my beef with it. Um, I want I want Ben Simmons to be in the three point contest to go back to it. I'm not gonna lie, that would be hilarious if he won. He teased but, about being in the dunk contest and like immediately pulled it back, and that made me so mad. See, I personally don't know if he's an in game dunker or if he yeah, has the creativity to dunk outside of the uh, just to be in the contest. Because you know, you know, there there are in-game dunkers, and then there are uh, just regular dunkers. Kind of, LeBron James was an in-game dunker. Uh, you know, like a showman. Who's a good showman? Um, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say Paul Robinson George was a showman. Uh, Paul George was a good in-game dunker. Yeah, Paul George is a great in-game dunker. Uh, Russell Westbrook's a good in-game dunker, but that's because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of power and ferocity that goes into it. Yeah, you're, you're not necessarily trying to go behind the legs, or, uh, behind your back or something. So, I mean, Vince Carter was he just had the rare gift of having both showmanship and uh, in-game dunking. I mean, we got one of the greatest dunk contests like of all time. Recently, which one are you referring to? Aaron Gordon and uh, Zach Levine. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. For, but for to current, me, for like yeah, I mean Vince Carter just destroyed the dunk contest after after what ninety nine. I don't care. No, no, it wasn't him. It was uh, Andre Iguodala getting raw. Oh, losing because. Yeah, because dude was uh, Nate Robinson was just short. Like that. Yeah, that he, no he missed that he, final he dunk. Like he missed that final dunk like three or four times. Yeah, four times. Yeah. Uh, so who is in the dunk contest this year? I, I don't even really know. I don't even know. 
I mean, for me, I would want I would want Terrence Ferguson and Hamadou Diallo in there. Um, I guess that they probably invite Marquise Chris back. Um, I want Jalen Brown but, to be in it. Is, uh, I know he's a good in-game dunker. Is he? Uh, is he a creative dunker though? I think he can be. I think he can be a creative dunker. He, he's like, like you said, he's really good at it in-game. And I just think if he took the time, he could figure out some dunks for the dunk contest. Okay. Even if he's um, just like a first rounder, you know, I want to see more prolific yeah. names in the dunk contest. Like, it's just weird that the best player in the world, like in the league isn't in the dunk contest. I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to bring this out here. Um, just so I'm on the record with it. Just, just bring Vince back. If you're going to have Dirk in the three point contest, bring Vince in the, in the dunk contest. Just do you think, it. You think he would want to be in it? Uh, he's, he, he stated it on his uh, most recent podcast that, he doesn't. I, I I believe. I don't remember a hundred percent. I was uh, driving uh, from Indy at that point, so I could be uh, misremembering. But uh, he he kind of alluded to it being something of the past. So I, I don't know if he would do it, but it would be awesome to see him do it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I still think he had done better than half the league. He has the flair. He has the flair, and that's what a lot of oh. people miss. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I guess uh, continuing with the all star, uh, all star talk. Who else do you think outside of those uh, top ten, of course, that were voted in? Who who else do you think uh, should be in? And who do you think will get snubbed? And who's like a dark horse consideration? Who else? Yeah. Um, I, well, the, I, one thing we'll, we could get this cleared off is Victor Oladipo should have been in, but because he's not in, uh, or because he's injured, he won't be in. Yeah. Um, I know people have really been saying he's been having a down year, but I think Russell Westbrook is like clearly a lock. I don't know why. So, so being just just coming off of a person that has watched all but maybe five or six games, I will tell you right now, he he's still averaging a triple double. And yeah, sure he has shooting slumps, but I mean everything else though, he's doing everything else and the team is winning. He's sacrificing yes. for the better of it. Yes, and people were so quick. People have, like, throughout his whole career have said, you know, oh, man, you know, he's so selfish. He only cares about his numbers. He just cares about his triple doubles and all this and all that. And now he's actually sacrificing for the team. And people are like, oh, what's happening to Westbrook? You know, he's not scoring as much as he used to. Uh, His shooting isn't going as well. I think he's only had 40 uh, once this year. Over 30, maybe like a handful of times. But you guys are third in the West. I'm sure well, you take that anytime. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I'll I'll say this. Uh, um, I think when Ferguson was in that uh that slump, the first like twenty something games, when you know everybody was at his throat, uh, Russell Westbrook actually pulled him uh, over uh, and said, "Hey," uh, or Ferguson was at a gym or something, and Westbrook actually met him. And they actually uh, 
threw up some shots. But um, now, like, it seems like because he has more confidence, he's shooting way better, 50% these past 12 games or whatnot. And he's actually looking for Ferguson late in game. It's something you wouldn't see Russell Westbrook normally do, but he's he's allowing other players shine in the clutch. He's trying a lot of times. He's trying not to, you know, take that ill-advised shot. Albeit, he still has those moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's usually uh, in desperation situations, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that's very it's, true. That's it's very like true. a, it's like a, you know, there's nothing else. Might as well go for it. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. Now, I guess I can't blame him. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I don't blame him at all. Um, there are some plays I blame him for, but some plays are just non-existent and they just hash out to something else. An- another thing is sometimes he, he gets turnover tr- uh, happy or a trigger finger for a turnover because uh, he's forcing too much still, or they're just not giving him the calls that he got his MVP year or even last year. Um, yeah. There's also times where he's uh, doing his pull-up jumpers, and he gets not necessarily uh, raked across the arm, but he gets hit on the hand as he pulls up, and he's not getting that foul call anymore, whereas he used to. So you know that's going to lead to like three or four missed field goals per game. Yeah. Which you know it, it is what it is. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't know who I would pick for well solid lock of course Ben Simmons I would say that oh yeah definitely um Jimmy Butler's too nope uh now I know I have some bias here but I think Marcus Smart has been playing well enough to get an all-star bid um for a while has he he been a starter no he's never been a starter okay but you know uh, like throughout most of this first half of the year, he was shooting better from three than Clay, and he's still <laughs> shooting from three well. And his defense is amazing. And him being in the first team is what is allowing us to thrive right now. Without him being in the first team, we'd probably still be sub five hundred. He brings See, a unique spark to the team that just can't be matched by anybody else. See that that that. It's really unfortunate because, like, you know, all the really good role players that know their role, like, they, there are times where they actually look like they could be all-stars. And they don't really get to display it at an all-star appearance because, you know, nobody's voting for them or they just don't get the, uh, they don't get the notice, uh, they, they don't get noticed by either their teammates or the fans. Yeah. But I know their teammates definitely appreciate it when it comes in the grand scheme of things. But it's just one of those things. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I hear a lot of talk about Steven Adams being in it. But I, to be honest, I don't want him to be in it. And Why? I think he should be. No, I, I mean, I love Steven Adams. He's probably he's probably my second favorite player in the league. The Euro stuff, he gets beat up so often. He he lays it on the line every single night, and he just – I think he needs a rest. Like, he, it seems like he's always limping, like, every other play. 
Yeah. But yet he just goes back in the game. And I, I want him to get at least a week off. Hell, I want him to take tonight off because uh, we're playing the Magic tonight. And uh, they said that he's questionable. And I, I'm just, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, let him sit. Let him sit. If we lose, we lose. But l- let him sit. Yeah. Just thinking about it, you guys aren't even in your final form. You know, the cold yeah. freeze. <laughs> you guys still yeah. got, you know, your best defender coming back. Oh, yeah. But so – that's the thing I really like most about uh, about this. So, um, of course, uh, Robertson, he, uh, our best defender, he's uh, he's been teaching Ferguson how to play defense quite a bit, and it's really shown. So when he comes back, we don't know what like as a fan base, we honestly don't know what to do because. If we're going to be completely honest, putting Robertson in coming off the bench, unless we're playing him at power forward, his value diminishes because his offense. But if we put him in the starting lineup, then we're not spacing the floor as much. Hey, you so think I? You think I don't it, understand that? It's a give that? take. You oh. think I don't understand. <laughs> if there's yeah. anyone who understands that, it's me. You know, I understand, and you know, not to. You know, not to trash him, but, you know, we have Brad Stevens, and I trust Brad Stevens. I don't know if I trust I'll trade you Brad Stevens for Billy Donovan. No, I don't know. <laughs> How about this? You give us uh, Sam Presti. Uh, do we get Danny Ainge? No, we keep Presti. <laughs> we keep Presti. You get a, you get a, um, Brad Stevens. And you know, we we get I don't know who we'd hire as coach, but no, nah, I'd be kind of scared because you guys would probably try to get Atori Messina, and that's who I wanted. But all right, so um, I guess outside of All Star break, um, it always comes with the trade deadline. So of course we already went over Anthony Davis quite a bit. Um, I personally don't think he's going to get traded this deadline. No, I think no. it's going to be the summer. Who, who uh, do you think he'll just, go to in the end? Uh, that's a good question. Um, if see, it, it's very situational for me. But then again, most trades are situational for me. Um, but just trade and asset wise, the only people that can trade for him is the Celtics or the Lakers, at least Knicks, for what they want back. Knicks can um, too. Yeah, Knicks can. But, I mean, are they trading KP? Are they trading uh, that first number one uh, draft pick? If now, they even get that? Now, okay, I texted you earlier and said that Stephen A. had me confused about what he had said on first take. And this is what I meant. He brought up the fact that it's not just – LA, it's not just Boston, it's not just New York in the running for Anthony Davis. What we're failing to see is that a bunch of teams are throwing their hat into the ring and because of the reason that they believe that they can trade and ship Anthony Davis better than New Orleans can. And they want to pick him up even as just a rental. 
Yeah, so, my, like, I, I was thinking about that earlier, um, and the only teams that I can really see, uh, like, going all in for him this year, at least win this year, uh, I have three come to mind, and then there are a couple fringe teams that might be there, but I'm not 100% sure. But the three teams that come to mind would be Portland, because well, they need something. They really need something. Uh, Toronto, because they want to keep Kawhi or they just want to go in all in this year because they know Kawhi might leave. And then the Rockets, because they're the Rockets and they've been in buy mode for like the past three seasons. So those are the three teams that come to my mind. Yeah. Um, And then fringe-wise... I don't I don't think Philly's gonna to try to trade for him. Um Milwaukee, if they can come up with something that doesn't involve Giannis, but they they already knows offered, if that would they've already offered, oh, they've already already offered everything but really Giannis. anything but oh, Giannis, okay. they've said. Okay. <laughs> um I of course LA could go for them now. I mean I don't why would you make that same mistake? Well, I guess they wouldn't be making that same mistake as they did with Paul George, but why why not be proactive on it right now before somebody can uh, swoop him up with a better offer come summertime? So I could see that. Um, and who knows? Maybe the Warriors will pull something for him, but at least offer, but they probably won't get the trade. Um and I really hate to say, but everybody's throwing it out there, at least in a, uh, the OKC fan base, for Stephen Adams and whoever else would match uh, match offers, but or match contracts, I should say. So that those are the fringe teams I can see. Now I'm not sure if yours are any different, or if uh, you have any other teams you want to include in on that. No, no, I think you nailed it on the head. I mean, I, the team I think he's going to go to. I mean, I I want to believe he's going to go to Boston, but I just think Rich Paul and LeBron have too much clout, too much weight, and they're going to get it done. Yeah, which is really unfortunate because it seems like I don't know. It seems like the so LeBron James created this. Like, he, he made one of his best friends into an agent just so he could recruit from the back door. And that, to me, that is, I don't know. I don't know if the league is going to come in and talk about this at some point. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, just stepping away from that, uh, is there anybody uh, – is there any other trades that you see happening or if there are any bold predictions you could think of uh, from any team going into the trade deadline? I, I I thought Terry Rosier would be gone by now. I really did. But I just don't see a team who really needs. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even see uh, – I don't even see Phoenix trading for him. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, at this point, if you had even get a second round draft pick for him, it might be it might be worth the bite. Uh, yeah, I only have down on here that uh, Memphis will pull some trade. I'm not sure what. Um, possibly Mark Gasol, Mike Conley, and Michael Green. I, I see those three being uh, tossed around somewhere. I, I think I can see Mike Conley, like I said, um, Indiana, but I think Detroit, too. I think they're fed up with Reggie Jackson, a.k.a. Bobby Smurda. After, yeah, I mean, we saw what happened with the interview that awkward interview with Blake Griffin, <laughs> you know, where he's talking yeah. about we need to be more diligent, we need to be better leaders. And then, <laughs> you know, that, that couldn't have come at a better time. And then he that stands there be. and cheeses, you know, puts his hand on his chin and just cheeses. Yeah, that's uh. Uh, that's a little weird to me, but I guess it is what it is. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, Pistons need to do something. Yeah, you're right. Uh, They're they've been in perpetual uh, trashness. I want to say since like 2004. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's something else for sure. Um, I don't know. Um, I this season is going to be uh, pretty surprising. Um, I only see really unless you're blowing it up or unless you're contending. I don't see any fringe trades happening. Um, so I, I guess because we're uh, Midway through the season already. Who do you got for midseason MVP? James Harden. It, to me, it's not. James I mean, Harden. to me, it's, it's not even a thing. It's not even a contest. No. He easily and by far has just willed the uh, the Rockets Houston into Rockets. contention. And oh yeah, and he's done most of it without Chris Paul. Yeah, I actually think Chris Paul coming back may hurt them a little bit. Yeah, well, Kenneth Fareed has been a really great pickup for them. Yeah, like yeah. Great pickup. He, he always seemed to be, like, perpetually decent with other teams, but he, he looks good. And I don't know if that speaks to how good Harden is with, like, that pick-and-roll system or if Fareed has just been playing out of his mind. Um, I'm thinking they were sleeping on Fareed because Denver also did it, even though he had a couple decent seasons with them. But then they just, I don't know, I, I can't remember if it was due to injury or what, but they just gave up on him. I don't know either. Um, so, yeah, we safe to say that the, the Rockets-Fareed uh, situation is currently working out fairly well. Who do you have um, for rookie so, of the year? Luca, not a, not even a question. Yep, I, I was completely wrong. I thought, I thought one of the big men were going to get it, either Aiden or, uh, or Wendell Carter, just because I honestly didn't think there was anybody to, to play those roles for those respective teams, and I thought it would have been one of those 
you know, a bad team, rookie gets the shine type deal, kind of like how Devin Booker did Devin this Booker. first year. And, you know, but, this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they still, they're still pretty uh, bad. But, uh, yeah, I, um, I had Luca winning it from the beginning. I just thought, you know, his European experience would prove to do works in the NBA. And uh, I was kind of right. Yeah, that, that experience, he is clutch. That kid is clutch. Like, jeez. Jeez. He was a champion before he was even a champion. Coach of the year? Or he was rookie of the year. He was rookie of the year before he was a rookie. Um, coach of the year. Um, uh, who's Sacramento? Dave Yeager, I want to say. I think so. And the reason why I give it to him is look what he's done with that team. Now, let me let me uh, actually look that up real quick. I was going to say Budenholzer. Budenholzer? Yeah, Budenholzer is pretty good, too. Yeah, Dave Yeager. Yeah, Budenholzer was one of the guys that I wanted to pick up as well. But, yeah, that that's that's pretty good. What about uh, sixth man of the year? I think we both uh, know this one. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Yep. yep. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. I mean, there are definitely a lot of uh, contenders out there for this, but none of them has been impactful as Derrick Rose. Um, to name a few, uh, there's always Lou Williams because it's – yeah, it's Lou Williams. Uh, Demonis Sabonis. Uh, who else? Who else? There are a few more other people that, uh, that I'm forgetting at the moment. Uh, Montrez Harrell. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I think Derrick Rose has uh, ran away with this one for now. The only person I could really see catching up to him is, like, uh, somebody from, like, a, a contender. Like, um, I guess Jalen Brown right now is our sixth man, and he's he's been playing the position well. I really respect him for understanding that he hasn't had the uh, – he really hasn't had the best um, year and that there are a lot of opportunities coming off the bench and he's taking advantage of them. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely definitely something that uh, most young players would not be willing yeah, to most do. Most young players struggle with. Yeah, th- thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for bringing that out. You knew yeah, what no. I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Good on Brad Stevens for uh, for recognizing that he could have better potential off the bench. Um, what about Defensive Player of the Year? You're Paul George. Paul George. It's, it's <laughs> easily Paul George. I mean, to me, that's what has him in the MVP race. He I, I does it on both sides. If this was any other era that wasn't like, well, if it wasn't a Michael Jordan era, or <laughs> yeah, like it, if this was a few years ago, he would have easily ran away with it. Yeah, exactly. And he's just been yeah. clutch throughout the whole year. I don't know if it was because he stopped doing those Gatorade well, commercials. Oh, I don't know, man. He all right. So there were a few games where he was still not that clutch, uh, but he has since been very clutch. <laughs> and I, I'm not. I'm not doing this to like discredit him by any means. I'm just calling it like it is. There were a couple games where 
you know, shots just weren't falling for him. But he's he's learning how to be clutch this year, which is fantastic. Because that to me, that was the only part of his game that was missing. Because we already know that he he was a great defender. That that goes back to his Pacer days when he uh, when he first got into the playoffs playing against LeBron, and you know took him seven games. Yeah, exactly. So, and where he yeah, we Chris know that. Bosch. Yeah, so we know that he he had he had the defense. Um, we knew that his offense was progressing quite a bit. I just never realized his game was so fluid. No, yeah, like, I, I, look, man, I'm not one to toot like, my own horn, but a few years ago when the PG, like the Jimmy Butler versus Paul George thing was an actual debate and, you know, like the Celtics were a big team to see which one could we get. I'd always said Paul George. I, I just thought his play style was better. I thought he was a better fit for the team. And, um, yeah. I agree with I agreed with you. I thought Jimmy was a guy to have if you needed that mental toughness on your team. But I thought Paul George was always the better player just because he had it. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I talked about it a few a uh, few episodes again, where a few players have it, where it just looks like they know how to play without no without like having play calls or anything for them. Paul George is one of those guys, like Paul George, Jason Tatum. Kyrie Irving, um, uh, who, who else am I missing? Uh, like Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, like the TR yeah. style, essentially. Like they just have it. But yeah, that, yeah. Defensive player of the year, solid lock for me. Are there any more awards we're forgetting? GM of the year? Uh, GM of the year? Um, I don't know. It just uh, executive of the year, I guess. Um, I don't know. Whoever pulls off, uh, whoever pulls off a good trade, come deadline. Yeah, I was, I was think the playoffs are a good indicator of who's you know GM and executive of the year. Yeah, and they count that as the whole year, right? They don't break it up into uh, regular season, do they? I definitely think they do. Huh. That's weird. I think it's the same way with Coach of the Year. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Guess you're right. Well, I guess uh, that wraps up today's show. Um, we'll be back on next sometime next week. Uh, I know Lamar is going to be moving uh, back and forth a little bit. So whenever our schedule allows it, we will definitely be back and discussing uh, the NBA further. All right, until then, we are off.